everybody. Welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact, the only wild bow web serial shorter than the Bible, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering Void, chapters 7.1 and 7.2. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know whether Matthew gets a domain complete with a woman imprisoning basement and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers through the chapters we are covering. Okay, that was very specific. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I was like, um, like Matthew Demain. Oh, the basement's fun. Oh, maybe the like Connor aware. Nah, I don't know. I mean, I I would almost say that's so specific. That's almost a spoiler in itself. But <laughs> um, you know, I I feel like if that people have gotten this far, though, they should kind of know. They should know. They should know that there's, 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 there's spoilers. spoilers. There's spoilers in these. So, um. Screw you for thinking you could listen to the introduction and not get spoilered. <laughs> I, mean, I guess we didn't say if that actually happened or not, but um, that's pretty fucking I mean, specific. we don't know. Like, I don't know at this point if that happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but like, maybe we should just start making random shit up. Like, you know, like, <laughs> if you don't know whether Verona gets her goth unicorn that drinks, like coke zero and mm. that's it uh and don't want us to tell you you know oh god it'd be even worse because they changed the um they changed the recipe or whatever of coke zero within the past year and my fiance is like really upset about it um and i don't think anyone else on the planet has like really noticed that much but he's like stopped drinking coke zero because he's so mad about it and that used to be his like flavor of choice so if the uni- goth unicorn could only drink the old slash oh no coke zero 2.0 oh, no <laughs> That would be oh, so no, bad. that's terrible. <laughs> I almost said blood, and I was like, no, I don't want to say blood because that's too obvious. And just, <laughs> you know, let's say Coke Zero. Um, oh no. What do they change it to? I thought they it just, was they what? just like refined the formula to like they made it more like Coke, so it's sweeter and it's hmm. I don't know, Ben describes it like it's it's sweeter and it's less refreshing. Um hmm. Which, like, he's right, but also, I don't know. I am i don't, I don't care. <laughs> maybe I'd like it more. Or maybe they'll have to do a, like, Coke, like, 1.0. <laughs> well, like, original Coke Zero was, like, total trash garbage. And then Coke Zero was, for a long time, really, really good. But I only learned that it was really, really good, like, a couple of months before they changed it. Mm. And so. now it's, like, not as good? Or it's just as good but different? I think it's slightly worse, but I also have forgotten. Like, I, mm. it doesn't really bother me. Well, as everyone knows, Diet Coke and Coke Zero and all that have been a source of much controversy just in the world, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know that uh, in the 80s, um, Coke tried to change their formula. They changed it to New Coke, and people got really fucking pissed because I guess they were trying to get it to taste more like Pepsi. Because Pepsi was like doing better at the time, mm. um, and so they changed it to New Coke, and then everyone got really fucking pissed, and so they're like, "Oh no, we need to change it back." And they that's why they had to like Coke Classic, um, mm. but Diet Coke 
is what new coke tasted like what yeah so diet coke is what new coke tasted like and um then i think like i don't remember when they came out with coke zero but that's when they realized hey we actually can make a diet drink that tastes like our actual coke (laughs) so but we can't get rid of diet coke because there's a lot of people that love diet coke so we're gonna make it coke zero wow yeah and i I think this just shows that like diversity is good like if they hadn't like tried to replace old coke with new coke it probably would have been fine if it ain't broke don't fix it except that i guess it got the controversy going so (laughs) i don't know maybe it was like some ingenious marketing scam Mm -hmm. but i don't know (laughs) um i'm kind of curious now about what new coke tastes like but unfortunately i guess i won't be able to taste what the old new coke was like (laughs) (laughs) unless they there's so many layers there's so many layers unless they yeah unless they do like coke 1.0 i could see them doing some crap like that honestly ben would be happy (laughs) 1.0 and then they they could make like a coke zero version of like cherry coke or vanilla coke and then make that like 2.0 and like i think they already have like coke zero cherry whatever they just don't have an exciting name whatever no okay that's not exciting i guess fair (laughs) enough all right um anyway we have an exciting (laughs) announcement pale complexions is back is back and for you guys that don't know what we're talking about it's basically uh pale in comparison and pale reflections merging for a another fan art contest yay yay um this time we our theme is takeover it felt appropriate to both of our stories and where we are in our podcast yes it did (laughs) but you can also do art of all of the wild bow works so yes it doesn't have to be other verse it doesn't have to be other verse themed you can go go crazy yes i also saw something on the discord where somebody wanted to submit like a song um and i think that the the thing the holding was that you could submit a song but somebody has to actually perform it you just can't just submit like lyrics so we're branching out y'all i mean that's art so it's still a hard word out there yeah (laughs) heck yes please someone write a song and sing it um (laughs) that'd be great i would love to hear your song um it is i feel like that's sooner than i expected i'm not gonna lie but it's only really a couple weeks long um (laughs) it's uh gonna be a due on april 1st Woo! yay so uh get your artistic senses tingling and uh go make some art let your artistic senses take over your system (laughs) (laughs) be like careful not to let it take over your life uh you have no right to groan after (laughs) your pun that you just made okay (laughs) yeah you just did it better so anyway i mean that's debatable but but anyway you can go to doofmedia.com to find the rules um but we look forward to seeing your art yeah and we look forward to our patrons voting on the winner so yay that's right (laughs) it's exciting times guys (laughs) all right back to the content that y'all are here for we are having uh well like we're at a new arc yay we're at a new arc um void so what does void mean um void's really ominous um 
I Googled it and it's a bunch of different stuff. So it's like a completely empty space, like 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 a void. <laughs> I don't know if void and mm-hmm. vacuum are different. If a vacuum is a type of void, that void maybe can have air molecules <laughs> air molecules in it, but a vacuum has to have nothing. Um but yeah, there's like this emptiness. Um so that's like scary and upsetting. But then of course there's a legal meaning, right? If something is void, you think of like contracts, um, marriages, shit like that. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> like you can, yeah, no, a marriage can be declared void. Um, <laughs> true, but that's just not the first one I would have thought of. But I but go. Sorry, go ahead. You're explaining a lot well, of stuff. I went into onto Westlaw, which is like a legal research site thing. And um, I was looking up void in like secondary sources just to make sure that I wasn't really forgetting anything. And the first like 20 articles were all about voidable marriages or voided marriages. And I was like, this is a lot, y'all. Like, why isn't contract? I mean, marriage is kind of a contract, but also like it was weird. Um, it's not exactly a contract. Anyway, um, <laughs> so there's that. There's like this thing that you tried to do actually doesn't work. So it is ineffectual, like trying to make this contract, but it's void. Or this provision of the contract is void for some reason. Um, so that's also ominous, given that Blake makes contracts with demons. Yes. And um, a, one that threw me for a loop was in in bridge, in like cards, maybe in whist. Um, if you haven't been dealt any cards uh, in a particular suit, that is void. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if that'll come into play, but that was cool. <laughs> and That's I don't understand neat. how to play bridge. So yeah. Um, and then the last one was like a medicalish definition uh, to discharge or drain away mm. to excrete waste matter. So your kidneys void stuff, or maybe your wound voids stuff. It's true. It's like it usually it like time out like peeing. When mm. I think of it, like you know if they've voided, yeah. <laughs> But yes, that is correct. That is a medical thing. Um, void also makes me think of, I don't know if anyone's seen this. Um, I'm not necessarily recommending you see this because I couldn't finish it because it like fucked my mind. Um, a movie called Enter the Void that I think was like in 2009. It's really fucking weird. It's like really trippy. It, it's like, I kind of had to like look up the plot again, but because uh, <laughs> like that's not the part. It's just like the way it's shot. Um, it's <laughs> basically like some guy that's like a drug dealer, um, living in like Tokyo and he ends up getting shot and killed, um, by the police. Um, mm. but like he basically like, I guess has an out of body experience and like sees his own body and he floats above the city and kind of sees a bunch of crud going down but it's like really psychedelic and like a lot of neon and it's it kind of feel i mean i've never taken drugs but it kind of feels like um a drug trip in film form it's kind of it's it's kind of crazy (laughs) um i just wanted to mention that because that's what i thought of with boyd (laughs) i saw your face right there you didn't look impressed um (laughs) no just I, I guess I'm like, wh- why did you, did you stop because you were bored? Did you stop? No, because like, it was, sh- I couldn't handle watching it anymore. <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> like, I can't take it. My mind can't take it. I need to, like, it's stressing me out. 
Like, mm. um, I after this, maybe I'll find a clip of it just to show you, and you'll be like, "Why are you showing me this?" <laughs> um, cool. Fact, I'm gonna Google. No, I don't want. Yeah, I don't even want to watch the opening scene. I just want to watch some random. It's it just, it, yeah, it's just like it hurts your brain. Hurts your brain to watch. Oof. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not really a pleasant thing. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Anyone who sees it, who's seen it and can articulate it better, feel free. But hmm. it's just, it's just really trippy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I <laughs> well, tried to watch well. it in college. Um, mm, that feels like a college movie. It does. Just like a uh, Requiem for a Dream, which is trippy in a whole different way. <laughs> uh, not in terms of the film, like, like, actually like filming. I can't, you know what I mean? Unless like you, the know. like the cinematography movements and stuff, yeah. right? Are the trippy part? It's the like it's what? the actual like fucking movie. Yeah, that, <laughs> that part's just yeah, that's just a depressing movie. Um, huh. Whereas Enter the Void, it's just like the cinematography and everything is just like what is going on? <laughs> What's happening with my brain? Have you ever seen either one? Oh, I know you haven't seen Enter the no. Void. You haven't seen Requiem for a Dream. Mm-mm. Don't watch that, Malia. Trust me. <laughs> Don't watch it. <laughs> Is it scary? It's really fucking depressing. Oh, really fucking depressing. I don't need um, that. Really yeah, you don't, don't need, need it. That. It's about p- people getting hooked on drugs in different types of ways and like the after effects of it. And mm. it's like, you don't need it. Don't do it. Okay. It's really good, but holy fuck, it's like depressing. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> sorry. But <laughs> no. On that note, um, the predictions related to this. Okay. You're saying, yeah, the abyss, that was your note there. Yes. So I was thinking of like, what's the void? What's a void? Like the first thing I thought of, I guess, was the abyss because abyss and void sound similar to me, Um, you know, Mm -hmm. words. Um, But then, you know, but I don't know that we're going to, I mean, I guess... I still don't know if demons are from the abyss or where they're from exactly. If there's another dimension, um, I haven't quite clocked that yet. But maybe there's something to do with that, or maybe some other just like big blank spaces. I mean, the I don't think again that we have the paths really in Pact, um, mm-hmm. but they do seem like kind of like there seem to be big voids between paths where we you know Mm. just like big spaces and like weird emptiness um but also this seems like maybe we're losing something um you know you you feel a a void can be caused by loss of something um or we try to do something but it just like was totally ineffectual or maybe poos is or pose is gonna eat someone uh (laughs) void his contract or something uh it sounds bad yeah, that kind of sounds bad, the way you're saying it like that. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe Blake's going to, like, lose at cards. Maybe Isadora's going to be like, all right, for your final test, we play Wist. And then Blake doesn't get the thing that he needed. <laughs> That's really <laughs> optimistic. Um, no, alternatively, with, with Isadora, he could be going into the void of her belly. That's true. It's That's probably true. big in there. She's a large, <laughs> she's a large lady. She's a, a sphinx, so she probably yeah. can eat a lot, you know. Yeah. Um. I guess she'll she'll have to void later, you know. No. 
I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. We went there. We I went can't there. take it back. Except you can edit this. I'm going to let you choose. Um, no, it's, it's, it's just think about your integrity, you know, staying in. Okay. Um, I'm, never mind. I'm not going to go there again. But anyway, there's, uh, yeah. Well, I'm still thinking about like bridge. There's some game where like grandpa teaches you how to play cards, teach cards. Um, anyway, I don't remember what it's called and I actually haven't played it, but now I kind of want to play it because I think there's some sort of like simple video game where you have a grandpa and he teaches you how to play cards. I feel like he teaches you how to play bridge or something. And now I'm like, I could use that, but maybe it's chess. I don't know. You're saying you've played a video game where you have a grandpa. (laughs) I have not played this. I have not played this video game, but now I want to, so that I can learn how to play chess. So I can. Are you saying this is real? Are you saying that you are going to come up with this video game? No, this is real. Okay, I've never heard of this before. Um, Yeah, so I listened to the Besties, which is one of the McElroy podcasts, and so Justin and Griffin and two of their friends talk about video games. And Justin at one point has talked about this video game where you have this like really lovely grandpa. And he teaches you stuff about cards or something. That's really sweet. It sounds like a nice way to pass the time. <laughs> sounds like a much like less frustrating alter like reverse. You know, I feel like I could see a sequel where like Grandpa's trying to ask you how to you know work his iPhone. Oh and no! And you have to try. <laughs> like this how time, do I? How do I you teach email? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the stressful version. <laughs> Like you teach grandpa, like, uh, yeah, that's just that's too real. Um, that's horrible. Yeah, I know Ruben and Elliot might be listening to this, thinking like, "Well, Jenny sucks at electronics, you know, any kind of technology crap." Anyway, um, because you know they've talked with me before, um, and also I'm a nurse. But let me just say, it could be worse. Okay. <laughs> it could be worse you have to think like both of our parents are medical as well so you know old age plus being a doctor or nurse plus technology you know they're going to me the other nurse <laughs> in the family which y- you can just imagine what a cluster that is okay i'm just gonna anyway yeah one of the most exciting <laughs> things about being engaged means that someday soon I will be able to foist Ben on every time on the phone every time mom calls to ask me about her computer and why it's quote unquote broken. I will be able to be like, Ben is here <laughs> and he will talk to you. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's dear. horrible. That is a little horrible. I don't do that to Vitalis, but uh anyway. All right. <laughs> Back to what you actually were here to listen to. <laughs> Just talk about Pact. Um so our summaries for the evening um laird wakes up in a double circle of doom dun, dun, dun. thank you for that made it more dramatic um blake lets out poos in between the circles and shows laird what the next few days will be like basically uh blake goes to the police station and retrieves his belongings they discover that the sisters and astrologer have ex- exchanged tricks in order to find him they track down the sisters. Blake unsuccessfully tries to convince them not to fight him. And then his group knocks the sisters out with Le- Leonard. Leonard! Leonard! Rose appears, telling them that Alexis and Tiffany may need help. As they go to help, they get to the store and realize they've run into a trap by the shepherd. Alexis and Belle are potentially mortally wounded 
And then the Sphinx shows up and claws Blake in the chest. What did you think of these chapters, Malia? Uh... <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I mean, so the first time I read it, most of my reaction was like frustration and somewhat mm. disappointment because I wanted Blake to sit down and be like, Laird, you work with demons. Talk to me about that. <laughs> like, I was so excited. Like we got Laird. He woke up. We're like talking to him. And then Blake's just like, bye. <laughs> and I was so mad. Um, but we're we're, ha- we're we're taking steps in a direction. And that's good. Um, a lot of shit happens. Um, I mean, I liked the sisters. That was really interesting. Um, they're really interesting as a group. Um, the astrologer is cool. I get, hope we get to actually like talk to her soon. Um, the shepherd continues to be fucking horrifying. Um, the Isadora was really exciting. Like, like a lot of shit happens in these chapters. It just mm-hmm. like wasn't the shit that I wanted. So at first <laughs> I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh no, this is cool. Like, cool. Okay, sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll start with Laird wakes up. Um, Blake is a decent host, except for the whole imp poos thing. <laughs> um yeah so the first i remember saying like oh i'm picturing laird like tied up in a basement or whatever and literally the first sentence of this chapter is like laird woke free of chain handcuffs or rope and i was like (laughs) like way to gain save me immediately um but also like it's the other verse draw circle like what the fuck like um this was really interesting because yeah like chalk doesn't really stop people that much but Mm -hmm. It, it's not the chalk stopping Laird. <laughs> the chalk is stopping, you know, Pose, which was important. Um, but it was just like I. This was a cinema, cinema, cin, cinematographic moment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like if this was a movie, right? Like, like Laird would get shocked, and like the screen would go black, and then it would be like black screen, and it would like the you know the light would start coming in and it would be all like woozy and like rocking kind of and you'd see like a piece of pizza and like a glass of like soda and you'd be like what and then the camera would kind of like slowly lift up and see like there's chalk on the ground or whatever and like slowly like focus and it'd be like fucking like blake who looks like he's dying right and then there'd be like fed Mm -hmm. with a fucking like or fell with a like fucking shotgun and then like maggie just you know being maggie and then this like fucking full-length mirror with (laughs) Oh, and then, then Blake has a big sword with a toque strapped to his back with a little bird sitting on it. And it's just like so good. <laughs> like, I just, I need that. I need that little sequence of like, oh, because, um, yeah, it was great. I was wondering, like, I don't know, maybe this is more like popular in Canada, but I was just like, I thought pe- pepperoni and onion. That was a little bit of a curveball for me. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Is this somewhat of a confirmation? Well, I guess the question is, who ordered this pizza? You know, did Blake mm-hmm. specify? Because presumably, maybe, like, Goosh or Joel got this pizza. But would this in any way confirm that the pizza that he had in Arc 1 was pepperoni? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people can order different things, though, you know? People, <laughs> people don't, like, have to choose one order and stick with that for the rest of their lives, you know? Like, fascinating. I, I, hmm. Did you not know that? I feel like that explains some things. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> uh, I order different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, okay. I haven't went out to eat with you for a little while, so I'm just gonna... 
I mean, yes, when I was like seven, the only thing I would ever get at a Mexican restaurant was a double plate of rice, and that was it. But yeah, you I don't know. really. Yeah, I mean, you're a lot better than when you were like seven. I knew what I'll I wanted. And it wasn't much. <laughs> when the rice is good, it's still usually my favorite part. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with that. I'm just. Rice is so good. It's, it is. Um, <laughs> hey, you knew what you wanted, and that decisiveness will take you far in life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Laird's in like three circles and he doesn't have quite enough room to like stretch out. And then they, they bring him like a bucket full of soapy water that he's also supposed to like pee in and um, water and aspirin and a bag for his like trash coat and like all this shit. So now it's just, now it's like a crowded circle. Right. And then they're like, and we were like going to pour a demon in. Um, I was proud of myself for remembering that black lamb's blood meant pose um like that that's the book he's bound in or whatever because i was like mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> like right before it happened um that was also like kind of badass how he like sets it down and just like puts a paper on it and it's like if you accept this contract like great yeah. um it's like just fucking deal <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's cool how every time demons show up they continue to be like way worse and like just so awful like just like so awful to a point where i like you know don't expect um that they would be that way but he just came out like just like like a hundred percent just like the the flies and maggots and weird gross shit and being like i'm gonna you're gonna be licking like your pee and poop and soap off the floor just so that i won't get closer to you and i was like i don't why are you screaming like (laughs) Why does this have to be this way? Uh. I mean, yeah, he's has a job to do and he's putting 110% in. You know? Pose is employee of the month. Employee of the month. Pose understood the assignment and he's just going for it. He's going above and beyond. Uh, for his employer has to be like, you know, you can bring it back a little bit, you know, count it down. <laughs> oh he sucks (laughs) um yeah every time it's like they set something up and it's like kind of cruel or kind of you know like there's something like a little bit too much about it and it's always like oh that was rose like there's just so many red flags and it's so like hard and awful because on the one hand this seems to like have worked and like be kind of effective or whatever but it's also just like ugh, like yeah like it kind of sucks Every time it was like, this thing was too much, it was gross. And he's like, <laughs> you you remind me of your grandma. And Blake, you remind me of someone else. And he's like, doesn't talk to him. And I'm wondering if Blake reminds him of his dad. Um, Do you think that he would tell him? But I, I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of relationship you think he had with his dad. But like, I mean, I'm, I, we just kind of- had that chapter, right? We just had the chapter yeah. with rose and seeing her you know seeing Eamon think about her summoning the the, the thing god yeah that one but- guy barbatorum um and then he's like you remind me of the grandma because you know she is really like hardcore and whatever and i'm just wondering if it's like blake is like being like if he thinks his dad was kind of like manipulated and led around by like the crazy diabolist woman and couldn't quite like get anything under control and then like dies horribly or something i don't know 
maybe. Um, it just seems weird to, I don't know, be like, you know, have, you know, all this crazy shit the demons let out and stuff. And he's like, you know, I was like, Rose, you remind me of like your grandmother and Blake, you remind me of my dad who I loved and cherished <laughs> until he died. <laughs> you know? Sure. I just wasn't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he felt that way about his dad. A lot of people yeah, I mean, yeah. don't feel that way about their parents. Although that it seems true, like but... Eamon probably did um, coddle Laird. It just, it felt like it was like, I'm supposed to put the pieces together and figure out, like, I, I should be able to figure out who this is, kind of. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the only thing I could think of. Um, and it's just like, you remind me of a punk-ass bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> you remind me, yeah. <sighs> I mean, yeah, he didn't specify, so it could have been anybody. Like, yeah, you remind me of this really irritating guy I knew in high school. <laughs> you remind me of this total dick i saw on tv and just wanted to punch him in the face but i couldn't because he was in the tv well that's that's like sort of the funny thing about stories right is like that almost certainly isn't it whereas like if it was real life like that could totally be (laughs) yeah Uh, that's fun um this is a also a really interesting way of learning about like deferring responsibility um how spirits are dumb and have short-term memory problems and so if you just like leave him in a circle long enough and then you know he breaks the circle and pose shows up like the spirits will have forgotten what happened and they'll just be like oh you broke the circle dumbass like (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah um it's also frustrating that laird keeps being like maybe ask maggie about molly's death and shit um it upset me that he said that maggie was there um because i was hoping she wasn't um like i knew it was her goblins but i was just hoping i don't know um but yeah um he was being like maybe ask her about it and maggie's like shut up and then later she's like hey let's do this thing that laird said lol and blake's like oh that was weird like i'm just like god damn <laughs> somebody talked to someone in advance of this plot in a way that isn't just like almost dying all the time <laughs> <sighs> but where's the fun in that fair no it's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay all right so did you want to talk about the tallow man or anything or is that's i was gonna to, kind of mention him later next. okay that's cool all right blake goes to the police station to retrieve his belongings and he finds out that he's had another memory lapse yeah so this was a little confusing to me the memory lapse thing because it felt like he was just learning about what happened during his big memory lapse that he had like come out of the bathroom and then like screamed at Laird and then like run somewhere else or something I wasn't quite sure what was happening um well neither did Blake so yeah that must suck (laughs) it was funny though that he was like wait what do you mean the third time I've been here because I think he remembers showing up there and like getting to the bathroom so like yeah you definitely we're already here today question mark um but yeah on the way there ty is like giving like shit about like being a bond villain um and i thought it was interesting like the framing that like were the vill- like were the bad guys i mean it is like you have a dude trapped in a place and you have this like elaborate trap sh- set up and then you're like leaving um but also like yeah, I think if you're framing yourself as like the Bond villain, 
and his sidekick, like, that's a bad sign. <laughs> Maybe a sign that you should reevaluate things. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. Um, I like, though, how this explains, like, a fun, like, the, the deferring responsibility thing explains a fun trope in, like, larger action stories of the, like, monologuing and stuff that, like, if you are, like, quote-unquote fairer, it's, like, better for your karma or whatever. Although, like, those mm. people always fucking lose, so maybe it's not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it's kind of a fun that's explanation fun. for it. True. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Ty and Evan are sort of fun. I think it's interesting. I don't know if I'm reading it right, but Evan feels a little bit sassy to the other people. Like, Ty and Alexis so far <laughs> mm-hmm. where he's like Batman would kick her ass and I'm not even really sure who we're talking about because like stop paying attention um yeah but then like like Ty calls him a brat and I'm like that's rude like I'm sure he was not I don't know it was weird yeah I mean yeah maybe he just feels really really strongly about superheroes maybe I'd you know it'd Evan's be funny amazing. if it was um like a worm reference that would be funny, except that <laughs> that is vague as fuck. Finished. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's kind like I have to be like, oh, uh, like she would kick Arms Master's ass or something. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit less like Yeah. Right. That's that might be stretching a little bit. <laughs> we'll wait on a confirmation from the author, but uh <laughs> Yeah, it's a stretch. Yeah. It's a stretch. Thinking of another ridiculous Evan moment from earlier that I forgot to mention was the whole he's talking about how like your pee can smell like asparagus and it smells bad and then you know but you smell worse but he said like my mom used to tell me that mm-hmm. asparagus made your pee smell bad mm-hmm. in order to get me to eat asparagus like Evan was like mm-hmm. excited about the fact <laughs> that his pee would smell worse okay, and it's so funny little boys are weird okay <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> yeah. it's like I can totally uh, believe that that would be like, hey, yeah, if you eat this, if you eat this vegetable, your pee is going to smell gross. Don't you want to see it? <laughs> I'm going to, I'm totally going to try that with my son when he's a little bit older. That work? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to backfire, but yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I was like, why the fuck are we going to the police station again? But it was for June and I was so happy. Now we have June back. She's a great girl. Great She's lady. She's pretty great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pact, I think, does a good job of teaching the reader about, like, karma and promises and stuff That because Blake is learning it. Um, and when, you know, he, he explicitly is like, oh, it's nice having Fel and Maggie around because their karma isn't absolute shit. And so when they say things to people, it works out. And, like, Maggie's promise that she would put it in her bag, like, push things forward a little bit more with the universe and stuff and just like i don't know um i feel like i understand a lot of the stuff in pale but it's kind of nice having it really kind of explicitly pointed out because i think i i mean i definitely get it better um and maybe mm. it'll help in pale seeing those moments sure you're probably right yeah all right well, blake and his crew realize that the sisters and the astrologer have traded tips and are using flyers with eyes to track his whereabouts they decide to find the sisters first before they can find him. Yeah. Um, the flyers were kind of cool. I, I love the sisters as like a sorority. Um, like 
the flyers kind of remind me of like putting flyers up for events on campus or whatever. Um, they threw them out into the wind, like that scene in um, 10 Things I Hate About You, where they like toss all the flyers in the stairwell or whatever, um, mm. which is great. Um, but yeah, it just, it, this is a really brilliant way to do this, especially if you have like a whole bunch of people in your organization. You just need like, okay, you're manning these five posters or whatever. Um, it's kind of brilliant. That is a little brilliant. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, I mean, just this whole, like, organizational structure where Blake wasn't understanding why these women would want to do this. Um, like, why do you feel like you need to burn people or whatever? And, like, are the connections really worth it? And I was like, oh, Blake, you've, like, never been to a professional school at all? Um, like, <laughs> well, hopefully lawyers don't feel like they need to, like, be able to burn people alive or whatever. Um, <laughs> hopefully. Like, uh, um, mm. like the confidence thing was really interesting and it would be very, very helpful in a lot of professions um, similar to the legal profession. And the whole idea of like connections, I was just like, yeah, Blake, like networking is fucking huge. Like knowing someone who can get you a goddamn job is like 50% of getting a job or whatever, like possibly more at least time. Like, it's just like, yeah, like, like, no, this is huge for these people. (laughs) And they get to do like weird, cool magic shit. Um, like it's yeah it's huge yeah it seems like a really kind of brilliant way to have a huge circle um that isn't like as hard to manage or whatever i don't know yeah um but then it's the interesting thing where like they prioritize other aspects of their lives which is you know probably largely health healthy other than the fact that their careers are probably shit um in terms of just like being really stressful and awful but they're also like not plugged in totally with the like practitioner world. So they like individually and possibly as a whole group don't really get the realities of the mm, practitioner yeah. sphere, which is kind of fun. But I, I just, this as, yeah, like you go to college and you want to join a sorority to like get good connections and whatever the fuck. And like you join this and it's so fun. <laughs> I just uh, I wonder what they're like actually like, Greek letters are oh yeah um sisters what about oh um there's like the are the hebrides sisters i guess that's not really a hebrides hebrides uh sister constellation they might not be a constellation but oh pleiades maybe it's like i don't remember greek letters (laughs) phi uh something epsilon (laughs) phi something epsilon just like that (laughs) <laughs> or maybe let me see like Greek letter and um elements. Like maybe if like alpha or like if some of them are related to like like fire or some shit. Hmm. Um I remember I had to memorize the Greek Greek alphabet when I was in ninth grade. Really? You never had to do that? No. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, I did. We had to stand on a table and we had a toga party. We had to stand on a table and recite it. If I remember what? correctly. Yeah, it was super sweet. Um, alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, theta, xi, omicron, pi. I probably got some of those wrong, and I don't remember the rest. But those are some of them. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's because we were reading, like, I think we were reading um, the Odyssey or something. Huh. Now I'm going to Google the Greek alphabet and see if... Oh, no, I'm just looking at, like, weird 
websites to try to figure out if any of them are associated with any sort of elements. But yeah. Yeah, like what? Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta. <laughs> I missed a bunch. I, I hope there's zeta, eta, theta. Zeta, eta, theta. Zeta, iota, eta, theta. kappa, lambda, mu, nu, xi, omicron, pi, rho, sigma, tau, epsilon, phi, chi, psi, omega. I missed a ton of them. <laughs> a ton. That's, I mean, that was a long time ago. Kind of impressed I was able to remember some of them. But yeah. <laughs> All right. As interesting as this probably is, um, we probably should move on. Okay. So Evan steals um, some of their car keys in order to prevent a getaway, um, which it's pointed out that's bad karma, but whatever. Blake gives them back after. Um, but Blake unsuccessfully appeals to their peaceful side. Um, they end up knocking the sisters out with Leonard. Leonard! Leonard! Um, the whole. Well, first we'll talk about. So Blake is like, hey, y'all. Part of why you're here is because you don't realize that conquest is like lame. <laughs> he wants to prevent you from realizing that he's lame. Um, I mean, I mean, it's yeah. With that phrasing, how could they resist? You know, listening to his side because he's, he's lame. lame. He's lame. Um, he's a he's a figurehead, and um, yeah. I thought it was interesting that he's just like, hey, y'all, let's talk. And they're like, oh, okay. Um, but I mean, it's a fun, like, it was nice getting to learn about them um, as we did. Um, but then, but then, yeah, it doesn't work. And we get Leonard, um, mm-hmm. who I guess no longer exists. He used all of his power, question mark. But maybe he gets to go into the happy place is the good place now. <laughs> no i mean i think that that's great if leonard you know like like leonard's existence was like horrible awful sadness and so if leonard like passes on that's cool i just was like not totally clear um yeah but this was a decent i don't know whatever way to oh, for sure go i guess um but yeah i i also like that they take the time to make sure, make that, sure they're that they're okay. they're okay yeah they check to make sure all the women are alive they put them in like the rescue like things so they're not lying on their backs so they aspirate or whatever if they throw up Mm -hmm. um and part of me was like maybe they're only doing this because of karma but i think blake would want to make sure they were okay um i think so and it was an interesting thing here where rose was like why are you doing this why don't you just like take the fucking car and shit and he's like uh no we need good karma and this feels okay like this feels better um yeah which yeah it's interesting how often karma seems to be like doing the right thing and how often it seems to be like doing things that keep the universe in order and like how those things are not often the same mm-hmm. um but then he like writes on her neck and is like <laughs> i didn't cut slit your throat but conquest would have and i was like that was melodramatic and i think they understand that you could have killed them that's like so <laughs> literal <laughs> and just like kind of like what like a like an elementary school kid would do you know just be like <laughs> I don't know. Like, really? You're going to draw a dotted line to just be like, I would have cut you right here. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't. I didn't. But yeah, I just like really like, okay, for one, you didn't need to do any of that at all. But like, if you had to, the line would suffice. (laughs) And then like writing. Yeah, it's just like, wow. Like, you're really, you're really trying to, uh, (laughs) push this 
super obvious take. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think they would have gotten the context. Um, <laughs> but <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah. Rosen's upcoming. Um, saying that Tiffany and Alexis may need some help. Um, the group goes to their aid, but realizes that it's a big trap. Um, oh, and they're no. surrounded by wraiths. And then a naked dude with a sword <laughs> and a shield. <laughs> oh, the astrologer is fucking great. Okay. <laughs> um, the, yeah, like I said earlier, Blake really needs to be like, hey, Maggie, what is the blood and darkness thing? <laughs> Why does this keep coming up? Can we talk about this? Um, but yeah, the, the fact that like the power went out. And so, you know, Alexis and Tiffany were worried that there was like an attack. And then... <laughs> Oh, like when it occurs to me, maybe Rose asked mm. the Teleman to do this, but I like the interpretation that that the Teleman was like, oh, they're freaked out because it's dark. Let me make some candles. And then the candles are like really creepy and made it worse. But like, <laughs> he tried. It's like, I love that so much. Just to be like, oh, I can help. And then like, oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> and the thought really reminds me of like Monty um you know yeah like, trying to try to do his he best tried. to be like friendly and cool and just being like so fucking creepy in the process <laughs> that it just that doesn't work um, <laughs> but the thought counts the right thought does count that's um, very sweet which is really sweet um yeah the the whole like the group's walking together except for maggie fell and i and i'm like wait that just means that ty alexis and um tiffany are walking together um and it was like is this like keeping himself separated? Is this like pulling away from him? Like both are sad. Um, I can see why they would be like, this fucking sucks. But also, I don't know. Are you, are you confused about like the, the trading physical discomfort for psychological security part? Kind of. I mean, like, it seems like he can trust these three people. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if yeah. you kind of think about it, like he doesn't like physical touch. Because psychologically, uh, you know, right? Yeah, um, at least that's what I would be. Right? No, that must be it. Because I was thinking like, oh, Alexis and Tiff. He hasn't, you know, he's been okay touching them or whatever. But I also like didn't think about it. I was just like, I was thinking more in terms of like Maggie just like stabbing him in the side or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what he was worried about. Now that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. Cool. Um. Yeah, so then they get to the grocery store and there's a bunch of ghosts. And then it's like, oh, the ghosts weren't here for us. The ghosts are here to fucking, like, wreck these people's lives. <laughs> wreck like, their lives. Holy fuck. It was so, like, the whole, like, yeah. Them, they would take things from people who were, like, somewhat similar to them. And then they just started, like, murdering all of them. And then, like, like later Mary breaks the window. And then they, like, are all, like, murdering all the things, like, to, like, make Blake upset because it's his fault sort of that people are dying sort of um and also to like make the wraith stronger to attack them oh and mm -hmm. this just oh the shepherd ugh, and the eye i think are still like the ones that fucking suck the most or like that i hate the most and it's probably just because they like seem like these just like forces of like just these forces that don't give a fuck mm. um they both seem to either yeah like just like not care or kind of like like it um and they're scary and bad um and then this big naked man shows up <laughs> which is funny i um oh diana i want to hear 
how she is and what she's doing because you know she's like sort of on Blake's side but then she you know gets pulled onto Conquest's side and I'm curious as to how that's all worked out um and I was trying to figure out so I guess what I was sort of thinking was happening was that she was using all of her like towers or whatever the fuck she has set up all over the city to like draw power and then she can like create these things that are like I'm assuming like constellations like bleh (laughs) like you know humans will look up into the sky and see these people like they see stars and they make stories around them right and so then those stories have like power and stuff Hmm. okay and like we can probably draw from those stories and those myths and whatever and she's like drawing from that and from just like you know astrology or whatever and putting it into this guy um so I'm I'm kind of assuming that this is maybe Orion um or maybe Sagittarius. I don't so, mm. so I was focusing more on the archer aspect of it, which Sagittarius is an archer but um also a centaur. So yeah. probably not that one. Um Orion like the belt of Orion is like kind of a big thing, but he's like a big dude and he has a shield and he's a hunter. So I was like maybe it's Orion. Um yeah. which was fun. That's kind of fun. Makes sense to me. Yeah. But yeah, so they're just trying to fight and the salt's not working and bloody mary is like sort of hurting wraiths but then like she stabs herself in the thigh a bunch of times <laughs> well she's mad you know she's like no. fuck i can't stab anybody properly around here I'm just like <laughs> stab myself stab myself it's like it's like how most people would be like i don't know slap themselves on the the, the, the leg or <laughs> or just be like you know she didn't have a table to smack so she had to stab her leg it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, then basically Isadora shows up and claws Blake in the chest. Because <laughs> it's a lot. So yeah, so it's like Alexis is shot and then Fell is shot through the collarbone. And it's like, no, Ouch. I, don't, I don't want this. I don't That's think Alexis. Painful. Right. <laughs> I don't think Alexis is dead, but also, I mean, unless I guess she just like turns into a ghost and follows us around for the rest of the story. Um, what do you think she would turn into with Evan being the bird, little bird? Oh, like if she became someone's familiar? Yeah. I mean, I guess not all ghosts have a bird they can turn into, but, you know, right. if you just like, just, I mean, take take my question as it will, or as it is, <laughs> which is a nonsensical uh, thing. If you got to have... I don't know, like a, like a, a cat, maybe? You're going to have her she... turn into a cat when Evan's a bird. Oh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> she needs she needs something that can like with like sharp pointy thing oh maybe like a porcupine <laughs> that's not like, what i thought you were gonna say like tattoos you know she she wants she likes tattooing and so she needs some like needles so i was thinking cla- cats you know have like the claws but maybe she'd be a porcupine <laughs> i i do not picture her as a porcupine like at all but no, i like it um <laughs> hey no, i mean that's fine if that maybe works a hedgehog. for you a hedgehog Maybe more? Well, no. Yeah, no. I mean, not for me. But maybe maybe she, that's what she's meant to be, a porcupine. Okay, what do you, what do you think she is? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I haven't thought about this. <laughs> you were like, not a porcupine, obviously. I know, but this doesn't feel right. doesn't feel right. Hold on. I, I, feel, I feel like uh, there's some... Hold on. I can't think of what it's called because it's not... I mean, the only thing I can think of is like... You know how like a zebra i don't uh-huh. think she's a zebra by the way but you know like a zebra 
like underneath their fur like they actually are striped oh yeah like there's another like a smaller animal i think it's a mammal that i think does has something similar but i can't think of what it is Hmm. i don't know i have no idea (laughs) i don't have a clue i mean okay what would fell be what would fell be maybe like a ferret i'm thinking a chameleon Ooh, yeah because he's cool. illusion magic yeah i like it reminds me of my joke that i feel like i have a joke but i think i need to save it for when reuben and elliot are on and it's it's my chameleon joke malia you know this <laughs> one like- right I feel like the same thing has happened where I sort I didn't really remember it, but then you you said it, and then it was really funny, and I don't remember. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'm just gonna say it, and then I can always <laughs> say it again. Uh, like I kind of want to hear like their reaction when they hear it. So feel I don't know. You can you can decide to cut it out if you want. But um, what do you call a chameleon that can't change colors? Right, and then I said a lizard, but it wasn't a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's your punchline: a lizard. It's a lizard. No, yeah. it's not a lizard, but I'm like, how is that a punchline that makes any sense? Most lizards are, can't change colors. That, yes, but this is a joke, Malia. Right? I thought it was funny. <laughs> okay, we're just gonna have it be like that, and then no. everyone... No! What is it? <laughs> no! <laughs> a lizard? Oh my gosh. Okay, okay, so let me start over. <sighs> what do you call a chameleon that can't change colors? I don't know what. A reptile dysfunction. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I remember this happening. <laughs> I was like, oh, I forgot you said a lizard. Uh, well, this is great. This will be one of those jokes that I can just tell you over and over, and you're always going to think it's a lizard, and then you'll be pleasantly surprised (laughs) i think that's my best joke why ruben and elliot specifically because i just feel like we would be doing a podcast with them and i like trying to make them laugh but Mm. i feel like about half the time i'll say something that i think is funny and they'll just like you know do that thing where i'm where it's like kind of awkward silence after and i'm like where you you would laugh but i'm like well okay i thought it was funny obviously they did it so i'd be curious to see if they actually would laugh at this one or if they would just be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is awkward it's fair. <laughs> but that's my best joke okay <laughs> it's, so good. So, it's, it's great i overheard it from a doctor who is coming out of the OR and telling people uh, he actually was saying like they were telling like erection jokes or penis jokes, which while they were taking this like fortunately sleeping patient <laughs> to uh, pack you. So um, I know they weren't going to pack you They were I don't know where they were going because they were going the opposite way. The pack you pack you. That's the post post anesthesia care unit. It's so, like after you're done with surgery, you go there to wake up. Um, yeah, I don't want you guys thinking that that's all doctors, you know, that do- all doctors make like erection jokes. They make a lot of other stupid jokes, too. Okay. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> no. Or maybe it was lizard jokes, but I think it was like penis jokes. I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're a urologist or something. Who knows? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, then feel it's free, sad. Feel free to. <laughs> just edit all that out Malia. just like just take the just take this chunk of time and like just 
just toss it. It's fine. No, I feel like we weren't that zany last week. And so I feel like people could use a little bit more zaniness. A little zaniness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lizard. But- <laughs> you like thought that that was the fucking punchline. What do you call a chameleon that can't change colors? A lizard. <laughs> a lizard. <laughs> Uh, oh okay wait i have another one that someone told me let me just try to remember how it goes it's not a it's not a it's not like a penis joke or an an appropriate joke it's just a cheesy joke um okay i remember um why did the scarecrow get a promotion it was stuffed (laughs) i love your answer i don't know why (laughs) okay wait what did you get a new suit? Wait, did you get a new suit? <laughs> no. No. Okay, so let me just, I'll say it again. <laughs> why did the Scarecrow get a promotion? I don't know Be- why. Because it was outstanding in its field. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to think of things that Scarecrows do. <laughs> that would be funny. Well, they do stand in their field. Okay, I know that was grown, like, grown-worthy, but, like, I know a lot of people hate puns, but I fucking love puns. It was really funny. <laughs> I was mostly mad at myself for not being able to guess it. <laughs> okay, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Just, like, the way, like, the first joke you were, like, laughing, and then somebody was like, Ugh! <laughs> that was really Oh, good. my gosh. Good for this, Good for that scarecrow. I also heard that at work too, but hmm. I guess I need to just listen for jokes at work, basically. Yeah, good for, good for that scarecrow. <laughs> like it's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, then Isadora is there and she gouges Blake in the chest. <laughs> I feel yes. as though the text was somewhat ambiguous as to whether. So it was like expo- it was like the shirt and the jacket and the coat or whatever exposing his ribs and i'm like you didn't say flesh so like maybe that's true he could just be skinny enough that his ribs are showing ten thousand percent um like maybe you should have taken that uh, another piece of that weird ass pizza blake (laughs) (laughs) hey pepperoni and onion sounds yummy no it sounds fine there's nothing i i would i've eaten that before it just (laughs) it's kind of an unusual I, i feel like usually like if there's onions there's also like I don't know, peppers or like um, mm. mushrooms or something. It's usually not just like onions and pepperoni. Like, I feel like the second topping of choice is usually something like, like jalapenos. Like the onion is the or, third cho- option. Yeah. There's got to be the a, onion's a like the third option. wheel. Yeah. <laughs> usually. <laughs> no, I'd, I would, I would happily eat an onion and pepperoni pizza. I would just be like, this is a strange order. Hmm. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but yeah, so it could just be like that she just ripped his shirt open to expose his ribs because, um, because, uh, I don't know. Why, why do you think that, Malia? Are you just, you're just being a little optimistic, I think. But, <laughs> well, it's just like maybe that that's what happened. And then she wants to put some seasoning sh- on before she's devouring him. Do something else. Right. Like, yeah. Step two is, step two is <laughs> she's going to take the failed salt and, Douse it over Blake. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't need to eat the, the the clothes. That's true. Yeah, that would just like that's too much fiber. 
or something. And she doesn't need that. I feel like that when we were talking to her on the balcony, that she sort of implied that this could help Blake, like her attacking. And I do think that like no one else is attacking anymore. So that's a plus. <laughs> and like, maybe we can somehow get out of this situation. <laughs> Even though I do think that Isadora seems to, like, want to kill him. I don't know. I mean, she's pretty much said she's going to kill him. She said she'd, like, attack him. I mean, I didn't think that she was talking about, like, a cuddle attack. She was like, it might help. Wait, pale. Here's a, a, like, I'm going to just love attack you with, like, so much love. (laughs) And so I know you've been, you've had a hard life, Blake. I'm just going to attack you with my furry cuddleness. And you're going to just be so happy after this. And that's why she ripped his shirt open so he could get closer to the cuddles. You know, if anyone could (laughs) use that, it's Blake. I mean, what kind of story do you think this is, Malia? (laughs) You know, I can never tell what Wabla's going to do next. So I'm trying to keep all my options open. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know what? Sure. (laughs) <laughs> you, you 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 keep that cuddle party attack close to your heart, Malia, and just hope that that uh, that's just Blake getting all the love and everyone's going to realize that, like, you know, he may be a diabolist, but he has a good heart and he's just trying to make the world a better place. One demon at a time. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> one okay. binding at a time. <laughs> one binding at a time. That's right. Here, but wait. She okay. So she said something. Frankly, you can't stop me. Nope. So she's like, "Oh, Isadora, I'm doing great." Yeah. Okay. One hostile that may inadvertently help. So it might inadvertently help. <laughs> I'm holding on to that. Hmm. All right. I mean, I'm just. We'll see. All right. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna read more. We're so we'll probably more. find out if he got eaten immediately or not the next chapter Yay. that's a good <laughs> assumption i could be wrong but we'll see cool all right now our pale and comparison section um fuck let me think <laughs> i didn't get, i didn't think this far um uh, what kind of pizza would avery order would she get just like plain old onion have we seen her order pizza she gets fried pickles a lot um I know. I feel like she'd get yeah. like mushroom, onion, maybe like green peppers. I don't. Maybe she'd get olives. Is Avery an olive person? I don't um, know. Maybe just like a veggie pizza with you know, like those come usually with like tomato, pepper, mushroom. I'm not gonna lie. This might be a controversial take, but I'd rather have olives than bell pepper. I think. <gasps> <laughs> I always loved olives. I like. I've always loved olives, like black Thank olives. You. I used to eat them out of a can when I was like really little. Weird. This mom just, I, I guess she thought that was, she probably was just grateful I wasn't asking for like chocolate or something. So <laughs> she's like, here you go. You have the olives. And I'd be like, oh, I called them like loves. <laughs> like, can I have an love? That's so um, cute. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The brininess and everything, like there's something I, I just like about it. So I'd be down to have that. I know that's no, I've probably never liked olives. People are probably going to attack me now for giving pepperoni and onion a hard time. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I don't know. Would you order pepperoni, a pepperoni, and, pepperoni and olive pizza is a weirder order than pepperoni and onion. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. 
I mean, I know objectively you're probably right, <laughs> but like, I would be more likely to order a pepperoni and olive pizza. I don't think I ever would really, but like, I think I would be more drawn to eating that than hmm, the onion one. I can't really explain it. I know it's weird, but I know Verona would probably be with me on this because she likes weird food. That's true. Although she likes onions, so she'd probably be like olive and onion and then like just some raw garlic sprinkled on it just because, you know, she can. <gasps> this is the thing that a lot of people like. Ben really likes roasted garlic. He gets really um, insistent that the garlic be cooked in the onion onion in the oven with mm. the pizza. It is it is pretty, pretty delicious. Yeah. Um, I like it both ways. Um, I like raw garlic now on things because that's one thing that like Vitalis, he's like one of those things that you in Lithuania to like get diced up garlic just on like um, bread with butter. Mm. Um, and it's, I mean, it's obviously really strong and sharp, but honestly, like once you get kind of used to it, it's pretty good. I could see Verona eating that um, <laughs> like for sure. Yeah. Um, Lucy, she probably wouldn't eat that because she's like has a more normal palate. Maybe she really likes the like meat sticks or whatever, though. Like she does and like pepperoni slices and stuff. She's not. Yeah, she doesn't eat like weird shit, but she doesn't eat like completely normal, healthy shit. True. I mean, let me just to be specific. I think she'd probably still eat the pepperoni and onion, but like, I don't think she would eat the the like raw garlic or any of that because I feel like Mm. Verona has gotten things with like garlic sauce and different things. And they've made comments about how like smelly (laughs) it is (laughs) in ways that don't make it sound like they'd want to eat it. So it's my assumption. It's fair. What would Snowdrop eat? What do you think Snowdrop's favorite pizza order would be? A dessert pizza mm. with milk <laughs> on the side. On the side. <laughs> I'd say, mm. yeah, a dessert pizza. Um, just because she drinks so much strawberry milk, I think she has a sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think she's really picky. No. I think she would eat anything. <laughs> like, sure. But maybe she'd have a, a favorite. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Dessert pizza with strawberry milk on the side. That's mm. what I'm going to go with. What kind of dessert pizza? I don't know. Um, <laughs> like a pizzuki. Like, because those are fucking amazing. Oh my God. A pizza cookie. Are those pizzas? <laughs> what was that? Are those pizzas? Well, I mean, it's called a pizzuki. It stands for pizza cookie. Uh... You didn't know that? <laughs> I thought it was a funny <laughs> word. <laughs> I think that's just the thing at BJ's Pizzeria anyway, right. but like, but yeah, that's, that's what that's word is from. They're like deep dished cookies in these little cast iron pans with they ice, cream, ice cream, cream on top. And, and they're so, so good. good. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah. I one time took a friend who has type one diabetes <laughs> to get a Pazuki <laughs> trio platter and it was great. And we had a great time. I'm guessing they had to inject a lot of insulin for that. Probably. Because holy crap, that's a lot of sugar. But it yep. is delicious. <laughs> like, it's so delicious. <laughs> like, they're so good. Oh, oh my gosh. Me too. Oh. But it's all right. It's probably for the best. But that's what I think her favorite would be. Mm-hmm. I don't think Veranda would care because she doesn't care about sweets. So weird. Yeah, she's a weirdo. But I mean, in more ways than one. But. <laughs> kind of interesting how her palate like although i guess it'd be kind of weird if she like was is like odd in a good way that, you know as she is but like her palate was like just basic bitch everything you know <laughs> mm-hmm. ah. all right now 
it's time for Malia's bold and specific prediction. Dun, 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 dun. Um, I predict that we will figure out the power source of the Bahame <laughs> explicitly by the time this arc ends. Okay. I will will it into existence. Oh, I had another fun thought about like voiding things in the medical sense. Maybe keep thinking of P. Maybe um Toronto will void Blake and we will go back to Jacobsville. <laughs> I think Toronto's gonna pee out Blake. Yeah. Back to Blake's to Blake's Bell. <laughs> Jacob's Bell. Hmm. I mean that that would be a twist. Um Yeet. You know, from what little I know about Twig, that's more up their alley. But um in terms of fascinating. <laughs> that's that might be kind of a stretch to say, I'm gonna be honest. I just mean in terms of more it's like uh from what I've um uh, it's I mean, I've read a little bit of Twig, um, and I've heard it described as thus like basically um a world full of like bone saws. Right? Just like body horror stuff, yeah. Yeah, but that's like bio stuff, so in that sense. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Okay, specifically about going into next section, um, how do you think Blake is? Um, Is he eight? Is he being cuddled? Is he... (laughs) I mean, what do you think? No, I feel like it's gonna pick up, like, pretty immediately and I think... He's going to be yelling about how we need to save Alexis, which hopefully Ty and Tiffany will do something to try to, like, help her. And I mean, I just like don't think he's going to die at the beginning of arc seven. <laughs> um, okay. So you think he's not going to die? Yeah. One specific. I okay. do think she's going to scratch him. She's going to scratch him. Um, is it going to be like a kitty cat scratch? Or is it going to be like, do you think his ribs are actually showing? Uh uh no you think it's just through the shirt are we in the spirit world fuck i don't remember (laughs) um if we're in the spirit world i think his ribs are showing okay if we're not in the spirit world then i don't commit this is bold and specific in the spirit world i don't think she is sliced through to his actual rib cage because the story has to keep going okay all right i'll take it (gasps) oh this is hard it is hard. Um, all right. So we'll go to our previous discussion question, which um, we, is kind of a two-parter. Um, what <laughs> recipe do you want to find the idealized version of slash tell us your favorite recipe? Or what is an odd thing you or the other person has done after sex? Um, <laughs> I also specifically mentioned um, parsnips and turnips. And I have to say, mm. no one's idealized recipe had turnips or parsnips. So <laughs> I don't know whether to be excited or like disappointed or just like, I mean... Like that should have been a given. <laughs> we had a lot, which I'm really happy about. Woo. And I feel like I'm going to ask this again at a later date because I want to try everybody's recipes. Mm. Um, although some of you guys didn't actually give us recipes. You just kind of told us like vague stuff, which <laughs> fair enough. But come on, guys, <laughs> give us the good stuff. <laughs> we want to know. Um, Snowdrop's tiny fan gave an amazing sounding hot chocolate mm-hmm. recipe that she like just put up in discord and I haven't mm-hmm. tried it yet, but like, um, it have you involves, tried it, no, but it involves like toasting and marshmallow in a toaster oven so that it like perfectly like marshmallows. Yeah. Like shit like that. Like it's like, there's like fucking, there's like vanilla in it. 
it just uh it sounds incredible it sounds great interesting thing like there's cornstarch i think in it just to let mm-hmm. thicken it up a bit and she says mm-hmm. it tastes like drinking like legit like melted like chocolate uh. um which is kind of awesome so i'm definitely gonna try that um we're not gonna read everybody's because just looking at this um i've got a lot of comments so i'm just gonna kind of <laughs> look um kind of scroll a couple random wolf tamer nine um mentions they have a secret recipe for honey cake that they have on jewish new year but if she told mm. us their or if they told us their grandmother would assassinate them in their sleep <laughs> um so bummer fair enough um and then they're trying to look for a uh recipe for caramel frosting Ooh. cream cheese frosting and concentrated spice apple cider syrup to create a spiced apple cider cream cheese frosting they haven't quite gotten that together yet um david l hunt has shared um the actual recipe of um his mom's blonde brownies which sounds Mm. really really good and shares a lovely story um that um unfortunately his mom passed away in 2004 uh, but they were saying that um Another member of the board was an old friend of their mom and had a habit of bringing snacks and ended up bringing um, those blondies um, Mm. to um, the meeting. They were saying that uh, she even had the index card that the mom had written it on. Um, But and she offered it to him, but he said to keep it because it's kind of figured he'd lose the physical copy. Um, And she emailed the recipe to him. He doesn't bake anymore, but just having the file and looking at it brings the flavor back to his mouth um and says i still consider myself in that woman's debt for letting me experience the memory of my mom cooking something for me which is really Mm. sweet um see singachi said they've perfected their empanada slash cornish pastry recipe um and they didn't share the recipe (laughs) so thanks a lot <laughs> they're like i like get it just the right kind of crispy and the dough's perfect i'm like well that sounds amazing <laughs> all right fine don't share it then <laughs> they said they want to um learn the perfect version of fried rice um mm. propaganda pagoda says let's see for one thing they don't understand chewy cookies which <gasps> I don't know what to say about that, except that, um, excuse you. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, like fucking hell. I'm like, I don't know what to say. Do you just I'm enjoy sorry. like shredding the inside of your mouth in order to feel any joy? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I like crispy cookies, but like chewy cookies are delightful. Um, but yeah, they don't understand. It. Um, so, <laughs> all right, but. Um, they're saying they can't share some of the recipes they feel like they perfected because too much of the process until it looks or smells right. But they're trying to perfect mm. quesadillas and mm. they have shared a recipe for that, which includes adding a sauce to a quesadilla, which I've never had a sauce with a quesadilla. But mm. apparently that makes it really, really good. Um, let me see. Asnan. Let's see. They didn't actually share a recipe. They were just talking about the names on the pig carcasses. Um <laughs> Which I'm going to just go past that because it's not, it kind of ruins the appetizing nature of this discussion <laughs> question, I'm realizing. So I'm, I apologize. Uh, Hobo Demon um, shares a lovely recipe for um, bacon jalapeno popper that they call a Jehulkia Chonker. <laughs> what? 
That's, that's good. what they said. Um, it sounds Hala good. Something chunker. It's, it's okay. They spell it J H O L O K I A chonker. Cool. Jaholokia. Whatever. I probably didn't pronounce it right, but it sounds good. Um, code Zeta. This is like the one thing for like the after sex that someone has. <laughs> so um, I'm so excited. Code Zeta says. Me and my my wife jokingly shake hands with really exaggerated arm movements and say thank you to each other while widening our eyes and doing our best impression of two aristocrats that have just sealed a really important and benefiting deal. She started it. Wait, every time? Every time. So <laughs> I love that. I love it. So I guess like um basically like she's had like some issues. Um they've I, both been in abusive relationships and she's never Aww. had sex in a way that's made her happy and comfortable Aww. so um they basically like kind of have i mean she yeah she was having a really hard time um and trying to enjoy herself and be happy um and so that's kind of like how she's moved on to like you know enjoying yeah being able to enjoy so that's very sweet um Aww. and i think that that's that's kind that's kind of it's kind of lovely but i'm sorry both of you have had uh really crappy partners in the yeah, past me too um yeah i was gonna say in terms of the sex one i feel like i remember elliot saying something about a practice like like milo santate's but instead of having to kill people to get cool shit you like have sex with people and then do weird shit afterwards in order to get weird powers which sounds fun um, it sounds fun um yeah. It sounds and the, fun. like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like nothing like creepy and bad, but just like kind of strange. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to like, uh, I don't know, like blow bubbles <laughs> and stand on one foot or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that Code Zeta actually does share um, that they want to find the ideal stroganoff sauce recipe. Ooh. and they it looks like they're from brazil <laughs> they said they've butchered its original russian roots with brazilian over seasoning um and they mentioned something called that honestly sounds like a like a spell to me <laughs> or like some kind of potion ingredient which is probably gonna make everybody laugh um but they said it's called maristica fragrance Ooh. that's not an american thing because they, they're like i didn't know america doesn't have you'd think it did since it's so fucking good it's natural <laughs> and just multiplies the flavor of anything three folds and it adds a texture to the flavor i can't explain it it's like wow. salt without making you die so it sounds great <laughs> and i think i'm not convinced it's not magic based on that description um and i want some yeah. i don't know what it is but is it is that just a brazilian thing or is it like the rest of the world has this and America is just <laughs> like, <not> us. <laughs> it's just not us. <clears throat> I want to know. Tell me what this is because I have no fucking clue what that is. It just sounds right. magical to me. Can we import it? Maristica fragrance. Like, I get fragrance is like fragrance, I guess. But like Maristica, I don't know. It sounds fucking cool. Sounds um, good. All right. I think that's most of my peeps. <laughs> on reddit at least <laughs> so thank you all for sharing i really really appreciate it and you best believe i'm gonna be asking for more recipes and stuff later <laughs> and maybe malia and i will share some uh to even out 
one of these yeah. days. That's only fair. True. <laughs> we can make a a doof media book club. Not book oh club, my gosh, a doof media cookbook. We can make a doof media cookbook. <laughs> we can put it on Google like Docs and just add crap to it, and or just not. We could actually. We I don't know. We could do something like that. What would we call it? I'm not feeling that creative right now. Like doof cook. <laughs> doof cook. It could be cook media. I could call it. I would just like, I'd be like food network or like food media and then cross it out. Oh, yeah. Doof media. <laughs> food media. Food media's cookbook. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Pet everyone forgot about that. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then uh, maybe go back and listen. Uh, always to one of those episodes (laughs) to one of those episodes well said well thank you for listening everyone wait wait we haven't done another question (laughs) oh we need a question okay um i'm not gonna lie i kind of want to hear what people's jokes are since i gave two jokes i gave you guys two jokes (laughs) at least one of them for free (laughs) yeah (laughs) because we know we all know that normally i charge like 10 bucks which may be why people don't ask me to tell jokes but (laughs) i gave you two jokes for free um i want to hear your jokes um i kind of feel like we might have asked this discussion question before but just like the recipe one um this one can go far (laughs) oh we asked picked up lines before i don't know if we asked a joke okay i don't think so which i mean you could argue it's the same thing um depending on who's telling it (laughs) but um yeah tell us tell us a joke hopefully your best joke um or a great pun because mm. Emily can appreciate those and they do like those you know everyone who says that like puns are n- not sophisticated get off your high horse everyone <laughs> knows i have like a 10 year old boy's humor anyway so um <laughs> it's okay <laughs> tell us a joke yes. um all right on that note i think it's safe to say thanks for listening <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a rating and review. To help support our podcast, go to patreon.com slash doofmedia. And if you'd like to support Wildbo as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash Wildbo. You can follow the pod on Twitter at Pale Comparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans, where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you would like to see all of my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker. Next episode, we will be covering chapters 7.3 and 7.4. All right. And just as a reminder, we've got our Pale Complexions fan art contest that entries are due april 1st so go to doofmedia.com to check out the details for that and it is takeover 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 (laughs) yes take over our hearts with your lovely art um all right this is my fun fact for the day um in dorset minnesota in 2015 um apparently a new mayor is picked every two years by drawing names out of a hat um and specifically in 2015 a three-year-old named Robert Tufts was elected mayor, which is adorable. And apparently his governing style was being nice and no poopy talk, which I think is just a a good philosophy for all of us here. I'm curious, is it like a Goblet of Fire situation where you like have to put your names in a hat? Or is it like every single fucking person's name is in this hat? 
you know um let me click on the link that i um and see what else they say um i'm just gonna read this here so a little boy from Dorset, minnesota has accomplished what few adults ever do when he was recently elected to the office of mayor only three years old james tuft has proven he has what it takes to be a leader charisma tenacity and a really great campaign platform of be nice and no poopy talk the motto was taught to him by his four-year-old brother former mayor robert tufts <laughs> and clearly <laughs> resonated with his constituents all 22 of them he was sworn into the ceremonial role on august 2nd during dorset's annual taste of dorset food festival the small town in northern minnesota picks a mayor yearly by drawing names out of a hat each ballot is filled out by voters at a dollar apiece mr mayor's first order of business three ice cream cones <laughs> that's adorable I'm going to use how there's both drawing names out of a hat and a ballot. Also, you shouldn't have to pay to vote. Okay, I, that's obvious like that this is like... <laughs> okay, I, I can't tell if you're being serious or not, but it says it's a ceremonial role. I mean, I'm not... I am serious about you shouldn't have to pay to vote, but I am I, also confused about the, like, electoral structure. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that that's what you're picking up on in this uh, adorable story. The it's very cute. I'm it, proud of them. Uh, it makes me feel inferior and insecure. Well, maybe when you <laughs> become a full-fledged lawyer, um, you can go over there and be like, <laughs> there's a couple legality like, things that you got to work this out. This is a poll tax. It's unconstitutional. Probably if uh, the mayor was actually doing much. but No, I, think, <laughs> I don't think you have to know. If it's a public office, I think it's unconstitutional. <laughs> but, I, but I'm like, is this really like a real public office or is this just like ceremonial i don't know i'm i'm pretty sure it's just ceremonial <laughs> i don't think they would actually have like a three-year-old trying to run the city the 22 would be like okay robert like everyone's getting kind of mad about taxes what are we gonna do i mean i don't know what mayors do i'm gonna be totally honest but um <laughs> or like in terms of city council or like or anything like that like be like they you know i don't think that uh, they're gonna have the three-year-old oversee oversee things yeah, um maybe not maybe maybe not <laughs> um just maybe not i don't know but anyway um on that note um malia is gonna keep getting a little mad about this <laughs> un unconstitutional election um, all taxes are bad yeah um all right she's gonna keep being angry uh and I'm just going to enjoy. Um, I mean, I want to like make free ice cream, but I shouldn't have to pay for it. Like the the mayor. Well, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Malia. Okay. She's somebody's uh, somebody's a little salty about about the free sweets. And on that slightly punny note, <laughs> I'm going to go okay. um, to my own three year old who's probably yeah. taking his pants off. I'm going to need to go <laughs> somewhere. In. Probably just no, just no context. He's probably just taking his pants off, and just because that's what he does. I'm gonna go need to put him back on. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>